welcome to another edition of LGBT in the ring, your rainbow bastion for all things pro wrestling. I am your host, Brian Bell, here with you once again, and we have a very fun one in store for you today. Uh, my guest this week is uh, someone who has been putting their artistic flourish into the celebration of Pride Month within pro wrestling, as well as various other uh, months and, and days and moments highlighting marginalized communities within pro wrestling. We have the man behind the Pride Month pro wrestling collages on the show today, Brian F. You know, he's been doing the, the these projects since 2021, and... Um, it's been amazing to see the growth of, of the project itself and what it's spawned beyond just Pride Month. Um, everything from, you know, various collages for, you know, women's history, black history, AAPI history, Hispanic history, um, as well as his creation of the HLW 500, his own personal, like, list of the top Hispanic and Latinx wrestlers uh, for the year. Uh, it's been amazing to see... Brian's growth and what this has led to, you know, becoming uh, a go-to graphic designer in the pro wrestling world there with his own pro wrestling dreams still intact. It, it, it's really cool to see. And we had the chance to sit down with Brian and talk about, you know, the projects that he does and like where he draws inspiration from and all of, all of that fun stuff. And so uh, it's a, it's a really nice little mid pride month celebratory sort of conversation there. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It was, it was a lot, a whole lot of fun and I'm excited to share it with y'all here today. So let's get to my conversation with Brian F. What's up guys, gals, and non-binary pals. Welcome back to LGBT in the ring. And I'm very, very pleased to have as my guest this week, someone who is just as busy as me during pride month, probably busier in the months leading up to it because of all of the work that he puts into these beautiful, pride collages celebrating all of the vast number of people and growing number of people in the pro wrestling world that call themselves a part of the lgbtq family here as well as many other projects and all this fun stuff but we i couldn't pass up a chance to, to talk to him about all the work that goes into that stuff but please welcome the gift brian f to the show how are you doing today great how are you I'm I'm good. It's like I am excited to get the chance to sit down and talk to you about this stuff because um, obviously we're in the midst of Pride Month. We're in the midst, like we're like halfway through your releases for this project now in its third year, and it, it's become a massive thing that people look forward to every Pride Month now. And and honestly, it continues to grow in scope with the growing number of people that you have to include in, in these as well. Um, talk to me a bit about how this idea originally came together for you, though, back in 2020. So it was actually 2021. 2021, but, yes. Uh, uh, so I saw the list that you put out, I believe, in 2020. So I was kind of that's what I kind of based it off of. But for Black History Month, I, I got back into art during the pandemic. So for Black History Month that year, I wanted to do something to spotlight Black wrestlers. So I was like, I might just draw one every single day for the entire month of February. But it kind of got up. Uh, it just was a little exhausting. Not the drawing aspect, just 
getting the colors, coloring everything in. I was doing all of this by hand. So I was like, I'll make it back up somehow. And then June came around. I know it was Pride Month. Juneteenth is that same month. So I was like, I'll do something for that. So I was like, okay, I have experience in graphic design. I might as well just put something together really quickly and just make a collage of all the wrestlers. Just put it all in one and not have to do it day by day. So that's really how everything came together. What were your expectations when putting that together? Like, were you pl- was this something that you were obviously you, already pl- you had planned it, put it up on on socials and stuff like that as like a celebratory thing? But what were you thinking in terms of like response to it? Like, was there was that any did that ever cross your mind? Uh, it was definitely overwhelming in the best way possible. So, um. I was not expecting this to just blow up the way it did. I had like a few managers, referees and other wrestlers just uh, DMing me and be like, Hey, we want to be a part of this. Like we want to be included. And that's how it became more than one collage per year. Cause that first year I only started out with one and then it ended up being three just because of the response it got. No. And that's, I mean, that's what you want to see, right? Because like Definitely. one, like there's so I, I remember doing that first that first 100 list in 2020 and, you know, thinking like, wow, this is a, a huge undertaking and, and just being so wowed by the fact that there, that there were 100 people that I could put on that list. And of course, as soon as you put something out like you, you get the messages from people like, oh, well, I'm also here like why wasn't why wasn't i on this and that sort of thing and like you immediately have that community start to grow in your own mind and your own records and then um it the number just keeps going up all the time coming out of that first project in 2021 and kind of looking at the response that it got and how many other people reached out to you and having it go from one to three in that time span like what was your personal expectation for the next year were you even thinking about this being an annual thing that you did uh i so that the next year i definitely thought uh it was going to be another thing so i was prepared this time so i just made a thread i threw out the question you know everyone replied whatever shared replied so it was definitely it definitely helped uh but even after I posted these, it's just another bunch just coming through. So I was like, uh, just <laughs> I love to be organized and it's just kind of just screwed everything up for the most part. But uh, it got better. So I definitely anticipated that for this year, for sure. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 a repeating process in a lot of ways especially as we continue to have more people either coming out or people that were already out and entering the world of pro wrestling as well i know that was a, a big thing for the list last year for me was like i had like looking at like close to like f- around like 500 people more than 500 people to narrow it down to 200 and it's just like that in and of itself i, I can commiserate with you over that feeling of over of being overwhelmed in a way um but it's still amazing to see like how steadfast you've been with the project and continuing to put these out like i know we're like i said at the top of the show we're only halfway through 
Pride Month and only halfway through what you've released so far. Um, and it's awesome to see, and, and, and I'm not just saying this because like I was on this particular collage last year, but it's really cool to see that like the people in, in wrestling media that are part of the community are also kind of getting put on these things. And not because like we need like, you know, like smoke blown up our ass or anything, but more <laughs> so just because like I feel like wrestling media can anonymize people a lot of the time. I mean, digital media can anonymize people a lot of the time. Um, and you don't always get a chance to kind of celebrate alongside your peers in, in that way. Like what was, what led to that decision for you to, to kind of reach out of just the people that are say like in the ring or part of the presentation of pro wrestling and reach out to the people that cover it in that way. So with the response from 2021, with the few of non-wrestling personalities, I was like, this year for sure i have to include them uh so it made me branch out to find media personalities uh photographers ring announcers just people in the community that uh play a very even though they play a small role they're not a wrestler but they are just as important as the wrestlers so and i was also closeted when i first released these collages so at the end of that month i came out so i was like might as well just include everyone including myself and that's how it came to that point did working on these these collages kind of help not necessarily push you but like feel more in, empowered to to come out in that way because that was one thing that i did find interesting about about like your story and looking at how the timeline played out there was that like like yeah like you used it felt like the opportunity was there for for you to, to come out and I hadn't even realized that you had been closeted up, up until that point up and like up until the end of that month. It definitely helped. Uh, just seeing so much positivity and responses from the wrestlers in the community and you know fans alike. Uh, it definitely helped me come out. Uh, I was like, you know what? Screw it. Might as well just do it right at this point. And um, I wouldn't change a thing. No, that's awesome to hear. Were there any like specific like aspects of the project or specific people? In, and you don't have necessarily like I'm not asking the like name names or anything, but like were there any specific like um, aspects of the project that really made you feel like this was the the right time for me uh not necessarily but i was just like kind of back and forth the entire month with like should i do it now should i wait should i like you know you know how that goes yeah uh, so it wasn't meant to push my coming out but it definitely played a huge Part in it so to speak so i'm just glad that it happened the way it did no it, it was it was wonderful to see and and you know no matter what the the path to that point for for each of us individually is or like what is like the uh the support mechanisms that you find to draw off of to to feel strong enough to to put that out there like um it's it's always wonderful to see. It's always wonderful to see people that are 
feel comfortable enough to express every part of themselves in that way. So no, it was it was a beautiful thing to see. Um one thing I really love about the the project, and we're gonna talk about the other projects that you have going as well, but um is the opportunity to learn about more people that are a part of the community. Um, you know, I, I know this firsthand because like I there's inevitably some Twitter reply whenever I, whenever I put the list out that's like, oh, I didn't know this person was 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 queer or I didn't know this person was gay and that sort of thing. And I feel like the the project continually like introduces new people who are part of the community that you know the general wrestling audience, even as dialed in as they can be, aren't aware of and and I will admit there are some people that I learned about through your project and just like either seeing who was on there or seeing who replied like saying like oh well, I'm part of the community too and I you know that sort of thing like and I find that to be a extremely valuable aspect of of the project what's what is your feeling whenever you see like more people learning about so many other others in this community that are involved in pro wrestling and um i don't know how does that make you feel to see that happen um it's definitely a tremendous learning opportunity to get to know wrestlers that you probably never thought would be um out and queer so um it definitely surprised me when i saw some of the responses i was like oh i didn't know that but um i just love when the community gets to know each other and this is a project that is all about bringing everyone together because when it comes to having pride shows and all these events you know to have a whole landscape to choose from that just makes it all much more fun no it definitely does and and you know i i do feel like a stronger sense of community whenever those projects go up and and especially in the months following pride month like you just continue to see people interact people like kind of find their own little groups out of, out of this stuff and people new people to follow like it's it's a wonderful resource in that way um that is born out of passion <laughs> just pure passion <laughs> from what i can tell Let's like let's kind of delve a little bit into like who Brian F is a little bit because um you know you talked about your your interest in art and obviously an interest in, in pro wrestling. You know, I I believe in your all your, your social bios, like you are aspiring to be a, a manager in some form there. And um but I'm curious to know what what kind of started your relationship with with pro wrestling uh definitely my two older brothers they were really into it at their age well technically my age now which i'm 21 <laughs> so uh they were real big into it so it was on the tv I, of course i would i was around so i and it just caught my attention and then i didn't really get into wrestling until like i'd say middle school so that's where i really got into it my best friend was of 10 years was a really big fan so she rekindled my love for wrestling so that's how 
it led me to this point. Mm. Um, like what what do you feel like was the aspect of pro wrestling that that drew you to it and that that kept that fandom so strong for the for those years? Uh, the that storyline with uh, Brian Danielson at the time where he was uh, against the authority that entire portion and then up to his retirement uh that whole speech that he gave it was just so passionate and leading to his return match at wrestlemania 34 uh that was it was just so inspirational his entire career is just so inspirational to me so that's one of the biggest reasons why it got me drawn back into it Oh, I can I can definitely see that. I mean, Brian Danielson is someone who I think has like drawn so many eyes to to the pro wrestling world through all of his work in various companies. But also, and and, and you know, I always say funnily enough, but honestly, it's not funny or like comical. Really, it, it's a it's a true thing in terms of like reaching out to new audiences his um appearances on total divas as well like i i know many people that i spoke to like years ago you know during like the the time that he was you know on the show with brie um and like people who had never really engaged with pro wrestling and actually like talked to me about who this person was and wanting to learn more about him and that being you know uh, one of the gateways that total divas presented for people to get into pro wrestling in that way. Um, and it's also fitting that two Brian's are also talking about another Brian. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Thank you so much for tuning into LGBT in the ring. I'm just gonna take a quick break here to let you know, uh, ways that you can support the show. And say thank you to some very rad people that help make this show uh, as amazing as it is. Um, first off, if you would like to support the show, we are on Patreon now. Patreon.com slash LGBT RingPod. Multiple tiers there for everyone that feels so moved to support this show. We've got numerous people. Uh, patron benefits over there uh, including bonus shows that are going to be coming out on monthly uh, round table of those sort of things so uh, definitely go over and check us out uh, again patreon.com slash lgbt ring pod every single dollar that is uh, pledged there to support the show is very very humbling and we thank you we also have a, a merch store over on Brainbuster Tees. Go to brainbustertees.com and search LGBT in the ring. Uh, you got t-shirts, tank tops, all kinds of good stuff. And, you know, always looking at some new things as well. But uh, definitely check us out on Brainbuster Tees there as well. You can follow the show on social media as well. We're everywhere. Um, that we have accounts. We're at LGBT RingPod. That's Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, co-host, <laughs> Mastodon, whatever. We're there. Uh, so follow the show there. You can follow me at WonderboyOTM on uh, Twitter and Instagram as well. We also want to give a huge thank you to Sarah and the Safe Word for the show's theme, uh, Formula 666, from the album Red Hot and Holy. 
You can find them on Twitter at STSWBand, or you can check out their music on both Spotify and Bandcamp. Another great way to support the show uh, is over at independentwrestling.tv. Check out IWTV for the best in current and classic independent pro wrestling, including live events from top independent promotions worldwide. You can use our code LGBTRingPod or visit uh, the URL, tinyurl.com slash IWTVLGBT. And uh, whenever you, uh, as long as you use that code to open your account and keep that active, we get a kickback from IWTV. So your subscription to watch all the great wrestling that we talk about on this show uh, goes to support the show as well. Thumbs up there. Of course, if you want to read more of my pro wrestling writing, you can check out outsports.com. And if you are into video games, I also co-host a video game news uh, Twitch stream every Monday at uh, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. It's called the Mr. Video Game Super Show. Um, I co-host that with uh, two dear friends and Twitch streamers, uh, Slacker Kite and Lady Merwin. Um, just run through the, the week's gaming news or we throw on a game and play and just have fun and be dumb. It's it's great. But uh, you can check that out every Monday, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific over at twitch.tv slash Entertainment. Sun like the star. With that said, let's get back to the show. But I don't know. Like it, it's that's interesting to hear, though that that Danielson was really the the thing that that pulled you in. Like I don't know. Like it's it makes sense for the time for the time period, a hundred percent. Um. So, at any point previous to like, you know, this work, like you know, you mentioned that you had been interested in in art for for a while, but it you know, kind of stopped for a bit there did those two interests ever like mix like pro wrestling and art back in like middle school high school days before you kind of like fell off from that for a bit uh not at that moment uh that all came through during the pandemic so i had a lot of free time so uh i didn't i used to you know i was really busy in high school and middle school i didn't really have time to just put something together, or make a new piece. So pandemic gave me so much time to just rekindle my relationship with art and just explore and do so many things. And that's how it got me to where I am right now. And it was honestly a blessing in disguise for me. Yeah. No, I can understand that. I mean, I think as like, you know, obviously detrimental and, and tragic that the pandemic was for for so like millions and millions of people like it also became a sort of like a reflection point for a lot of people to either you know like because let's be let's be real like a lot of us don't really get to spend much time just alone with ourselves yeah um much less like extended amounts of that time where you are just kind of like just sitting with yourself and kind of like going back over either like going back over like past experiences or like, you know, rediscovering things that you had a passion for, but that passion gets lost in just the day to day and that sort of thing. Like, I think that's, it was a a very valuable time in that way for, for a lot of us, but I don't know. Like it's, I'm, I'm just, it's, it's intriguing to me that, that all this really 
started from the pandemic itself. Like, um, what were your like what initially drew you to like to art in that way? So art has been a first love of mine since I could ever hold a pencil and just start scribbling. Uh, it just was a way for me to express myself creatively and um, to just, you know, just draw anytime I like free time. I just scribble a whole bunch of things during class. If I was bored, I'd always <laughs> doodle something in my notebook. Uh, it started from that. And, you know, I was always everyone told me that I had a gift for art. So I was like, all right this is something that I'm good at. I might as well just enhance it and get better at it and bring it to somewhere else. So with the pandemic and getting back into art, I was like, might as well just combine the two things that I love the most art and wrestling. And here we have it. And obviously like it's turning out into a completely new, like, thing for you like obviously with like the pride collages leading to the various other collages that you've done like going into you know the graphic design world where you're designing graphics for wrestlers you're where you can't we're audio an audio show but you can't see it but you're wearing a shirt with a logo that you designed um which is just dope and <laughs> completely like i don't know like how does that make you feel? It's definitely mind blowing because I never in a million years thought that this is where it would take me. But uh, to have things that I've made on shirts, stickers, posters, it's just incredibly surreal to me. So when when did that? kind of start presenting itself as an opportunity for you like following that pride collage like who who were like how soon did people start reaching out or, or how long did you start like uh, before you started you know making it known like hey like i did this thing i can do something like that for you too like you know just getting <laughs> getting into that whole scheme of things so it actually took a little while but um that summer after the collages were released, I started putting together a few posters for like just random indie shows that just caught my eye. So I did a whole bunch for Limitless Wrestling up in Maine. So uh, show after show after show that they had in July and August. So September comes around, they reach out to me and they asked me if I was interested in doing graphics for them. They really liked what I was putting out uh, just for portfolio purposes. And I was like, yeah, sure, I'll definitely do that. So that's kind of what gave me my start with everything. And uh, a couple months after, business picked up. Also, it's awesome to see those opportunities come your way, you know, especially from a company like Limitless that does have, you know, the profile that it does, not just in the Northeast, but, you know, thanks to IWTV, like in a lot of other areas there as well and to see like your all the various things that you do whether it be like you know designing logos or like you know graphics for for promotions you know stickers and, and merch stuff like that all the way down to like just your like I, I i i always am like my eye gets caught whenever i'm like scrolling through twitter and i come to like one of those like birthday graphics that you've put together for people is it just like pops out 
um, as you're going through it. And that that's really cool to see. Um, and then at the same time, like, you know, you're turning this into an opportunity for yourself, but you're still so committed to the, the like original starting point of, of this project, not just with the Pricologist, but and we can get into the other projects that you've done now, like, you know, whether it be, you know, the stuff for black history month that you've done or the, um, the stuff for, you know, um, I believe you did something for uh, Women's History Month at one point. You know, you've done stuff around, you know, uh, Hispanic carousers. You've done stuff, uh, if I'm not mistaken, correct me if I'm wrong, but you've done stuff around like AAPI carousers yeah. as well. Like, it, basically, like, if you are, you seem to be like very, very focused on highlighting marginalized genders and marginalized communities within the pro wrestling world like when did that start becoming a thing that you wanted to do i mean obviously you started with a black history month project at, at one point before the pride collages came up but like did the success of the pride collages kind of lead you to be like you know okay like i should do more of these things and, and for other communities uh, it definitely pushed me to do the other sets of collages that i've done uh being uh being an Indo-Guyanese, which is part of the AAPI Heritage Month, uh being queer. I'm not necessarily Hispanic. The only thing Hispanic about me is my last name, but being <laughs> just more uh so related to these communities, it really and having the platform that I have now, it was important for me to continue to doing continuing to do these and uh, just put the spotlight on underrepresented communities, especially in wrestling. No, for, I mean, for sure. Like that, that's a wonderful goal to have. And in, in the same way that the pride colleges have provided that representation opportunity for knowledge and that sort of thing, the same has happened with, with the other projects as well, obviously. And, and it's been amazing to see um, what is it? How do you, how does it make you feel to kind of be recognized as part of that kind of um, group of people, like whether, you know, be in wrestling media or, you know, wrestling social spaces and stuff like that, that, you know, are kind of recognized as like being someone who is, you know, really focused on, on highlighting these various communities within pro wrestling alongside the likes of like Kristen Ashley and, you know, um, righteous Reg and some, and so many others that have put together, whether it be lists or like art artistic projects and stuff like that. Like, how does that make you feel to be kind of counted among those names? It's definitely an honor to, for me to be a part of this list of individuals that have put out projects of this nature uh you know just being in like social spaces like events and shows it's really humbling that wrestlers themselves come up to you date i don't have to greet myself they automatically just come up to me and be like hey you're brian f right i'm like yeah it's definitely mind-boggling how many times that has happened over the past two years that i'm at shows and then they're just immediately recognizing me so for all of this to be happening, it's just another surreal feeling. 
no i can i can understand that feeling very much so <laughs> um but um i don't know like do you feel like you'll ever get used to that it'll take some time but definitely i feel like i'll get used to it mm. no i could yeah it it's it definitely takes takes time for sure um i'm i know i'm not there yet personally so but um but yeah so i guess we should talk a little bit about battle club pro just because th if there is like a promotion you know you've worked with other places where obviously you have action wrestling shirt that you designed there you've done stuff with limitless other places but it feels like whenever like whenever i see you like posting about wrestling stuff online a lot of the time battle club pro is kind of centered there in a way like what is it about battle club pro that is so special to you as a promotion it honestly just feels like a home away from home the atmosphere that you get from just attending one show it could be your first show it could be your 100 show it's just a family atmosphere it's so many different races genders so many different people all under one roof it just feels like one big family and joe kim has definitely been so kind and gracious with trusting me to do the graphics and just being so welcoming to every time i see him and I'm really grateful for his impact and grateful that Battle Club Pro is a thing because it's very inclusive and that's very much needed in wrestling today. Oh yeah, no, it definitely is. And that, that's, that is an aspect of it that really drew me to, to Battle Club as well. Like, you know, I think the, like, I, I'll be real. Like I was a little bit of a late cover to Battle Club. I think the first match I saw from one of their shows was um the 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 tag team title match with the C Stars and uh you know LAX Pride and Powerful Santana Ortiz, however you want to describe them. Um and like seeing that match just kind of like spoke to me like, okay, there's more that I need to check out here. And obviously that has just continued over and over and over again. Um and a company that was, you know, one of those places that really led with that ethos still leads with that ethos but really at you know like 2019 2020 led with that ethos in a lot of ways because like you have people like anthony bowens was like the first franchise champion there if i'm not mistaken and now like we've seen what he's gone on to do as well as being an incredibly vocal part of of the lgbtq community inside and outside of pro wrestling um do you feel like, and maybe this isn't specifically just to Battle Club Pro, but like the pro wrestling world in general, like, do you feel like companies like, like, like Battle Club Pro and others are making it easier for, you know, not just wrestlers or people involved in wrestling, but fans as well to better understand um, and better approach the world of pro wrestling because of the work that they're doing and, and where do you feel like the state of things are currently in that way? 100%. But I do feel that there is still more room for change. Uh, pro wrestling has 
definitely evolved since first started. Uh, we're seeing a lot of uh, inclusivity with in terms of race, in terms of gender, and there's still much more work to be done. Uh, you know, because there are few places and promotions where it doesn't always uh, include that safe space. And I, there are multiple promotions that have our safe spaces for wrestlers or fans alike. So to have those safe spaces, it's definitely important. And I do feel that there should be more. Going back to your, your artistic works and stuff like that. Is there a favorite like collage that you enjoy like putting together? Um, that might be actually, that's a, I don't know. That's kind of a weird question to ask actually, now that I, that comes out of my mouth, but like, you know, I don't know. Like, is like, given the amount of work that goes into these things, that's the better question. I think given the amount of work that goes into these things, whenever those months are approaching, um, like, are you feeling like hyped up? Are you feeling passionate? Are you, or are you just kind of feeling like, Oh no, here comes like the, the storm of, <laughs> of everything that I need to put together and that sort of thing. Um, a hundred percent hyped up. Uh, there's hasn't been a time where I'm like, oh no, this is happening again. Uh, it's more passion than anything. Uh, but definitely the pride collages are number one because that's how I pretty much got my start with everything, and um, it's just it's a, I hold it really close to my heart. No, I, I I can definitely understand that, and and a lot of people I think hold those things close to their heart as well. Oh, Brian, as we kind of like near the end here a little bit, like obviously the numbers keep growing. Obviously, like you've extended from one to three to four. At what point do you, is there a number where you feel like it's just like, this is critical mass at this point? Like, I don't know if I could do like eight to 10 of these for, for a month or something like that. Like, I'm just curious, like, how do you approach the continuing growth of the community and and incorporating as many people as you can into this project so i actually this year i actually implemented uh the google sheets so i have all the names listed on one uh so far we're at 400 right now this is without uh non-wrestlers so there is going to be a fifth collage this year so we're number five um but every year, I'll just continue to add to that. I know there's a few wrestlers that take hiatuses or they retire. or uh, So that might change the number, but it's definitely a way that I'm going to keep track of everything going forward. I feel you there. Uh, Google Docs is my friend <laughs> in that way. I think it's good to know that I'm not the only one that has like a master list. <laughs> to reflect on <laughs> in that way it's definitely helpful oh a hundred percent well brian uh i like i said before i look forward to the the collages every year not just for pride month but the pride month ones definitely for just personal effect hit it really hard um and i can't thank you enough for all the work that you put into those and the uh 
the knowledge that it brings and the celebration that it brings. I think my favorite thing about looking at, at those is like reading the replies, reading the quote tweets and just seeing like whether it be people just being as gay as possible and happy or like, you know, people that are telling these very heartfelt stories about being included or like, you know, reflecting on their own, like coming out journeys and that sort of thing. Like it's just, it's essential pride month viewing for me at this point. And I can't thank you enough for all the work that book goes into that and the continued uh, work that you do on those. I appreciate it. Thank you. Oh, of course. Of course. Well, let everybody know where they can find you online and see all of this this work that you have out there. So you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, Brian F. Pro. I made it very easy for you. Same <laughs> profile, same bio, layout, everything. Go check it out. Definitely, definitely go check it out. Like, it's just outstanding work. And maybe... Not this year, but maybe next year I'll have a better picture I can send you. I just, I never, I don't take pictures of myself. So, <laughs> but yeah, thank you, Brian. Thank you. My thanks once again to Brian for taking the time to come on the show and talk about his outstanding projects that continue to grow year over year. Um, it's just really awesome to see what he has built for himself and to see the communities embrace it and celebrate it in the way that they do. Um, and yeah, I absolutely love it. I can't wait until we keep seeing more and more and more. Um, so keep your eyes peeled to his socials uh, so that you can catch the rest of the pride collages as they come out over the course of the rest of the month. Uh, check out his other projects on his socials as well and just keep showing him the love that he deserves for these projects that he puts together. So good. So good. Well, that's going to do it for us this week on the show, but come back next week. We will have another uh, outstanding uh, guest on and another uh, great conversation on the show here. Uh, before we go though, I do want to shout out the roster of lovelies over at patreon.com slash LGBT ring pod. Uh, huge. Thank you to Val Capone, Alex E and Jerry Legend. Uh, if you want to be counted amongst the roster of lovelies, just head on over to patreon.com slash LGBT ring pod and subscribe at the $3 tier. Um, you know, obviously we have bonus shows at the $5 tier, which by the way, I'm ready to announce our bonus show for June. Um, so last month we had the, the first episode of Oops All Fun Ones, our show all about pro wrestlers passions outside of pro wrestling uh and this month we're debuting our new series required reading uh it's gonna be myself and my very very close friend and past guest on this show uh hollis adler chatting about the what we deem as the seminal texts of our given mediums um so whenever we do this show i choose a pro wrestling match that i feel like fits the, uh, the ideal of required reading, and then he will choose a film that kind of fits with his idea of required reading in that way. And we watch them together, we discuss them together, the movies and the matches maybe even have a thematic tie together in a way. Um, so, <laughs> but uh, I, you know, Hollis is someone I've known for 
close to 15 years at this point. Uh, very, very close friend. We've worked on movies together. We've worked on writing projects together. Um, and I know that he has a, 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 a love of pro wrestling in a very, very specific avenue, which listen to the show and you'll figure out where that comes from for him. <laughs> but um, I'm excited to have another project going with him because we haven't worked on a project together in almost six, six seven years at this point. And I feel like um, I... I just enjoy talking to him. He's my friend. And I just love our discussions over media. And that's what I'm hoping that we bring to the table with this show here. So that will drop here in June for, for the people that subscribe at the $5 tier over at patreon.com slash LGBT ring pod. And I, I'm excited for y'all to hear it. And I'm excited to see y'all sign up. If you haven't signed up yet to, to hear it as well. Uh, but with that, out there we will uh close out for this week but until we meet again y'all stay messy wash your hands wear your mask get vaccinated and boosted if at all possible same goes for monkeypox of course and uh if you're at the mariners pride game come find me <laughs> bye She made a deal with the team.